0: This is Pilgrim Walk, where we discuss what it is to be holy in an unholy world. Pilgrim Walk is a ministry of Grace Covenant Ministries right here in sunny Central Florida. Hello everyone, this is Rob Pineda. I am your host here on Pilgrim Walk, a ministry of Grace Covenant Ministries right here in Central Florida. Well, you know, we are at a pivotal time on the calendar. We're in the very beginning of August and something is about to happen. It's something that has happened, well, over and over again over the last at least couple hundred years here in uh, the United States and in around the world. It's something that brings a lot of people much joy. And it's, well, brings others a lot of sadness. Can you guess what I'm talking about? I am talking about the beginning of school. That's right, school. Summer is coming to an end. Well, we're coming to a point in summer where things are starting to ramp up for what we would consider the school year. Kids are, are getting ready, buying supplies. I was just at the store today, and there's aisles and aisles of back-to-school supplies. So whether you are a kid, you know, I'm talking about elementary through high school, that, you know, whether you go to public school, private school, or home school, this is typically the time of year where things start getting going again. Parents are really excited about this. Uh, many of them have had months of, of trying to entertain kids at home with nothing else to do. And, and now they get what they would consider a break. Well, at least until they bring all that new hard homework home. My kids homeschool, but they're actually involved in and enrolled in a program called Classical Conversations. It's a very unique program. It's all homeschool kids. And yet by being enrolled, they have a very detailed curriculum that they get to go through. And what they do is once a week, they will go to a location. Uh, Typically, it's at a church or something like that. And they'll be there the entire day. And what they do is they go through and over what they just did for the previous week. With my kids in high school, once they get into this, what we call a community day, that's the one day a week, they will go and they will have debates. Uh, They will go and do speeches, and they will do all types of different activities uh, to to learn together. As they increase in age and in grade, uh, they start to lead the different subjects, which is really exciting to watch. There's many kids that get in that are, are very shy, but overdoing these presentations, you see something changing in them. You see a leadership quality that Sometimes parents didn't even know their kid had. And all of a sudden, they're leading subjects that are difficult. They're debating difficult topics in different areas, history and science. I mean, you name it, they do it. They do a lot of research papers. They present those papers to the group. They do field trips. And uh, they even do um, an activity, which is really kind of fun for the high school kids, called Protocol. Uh, for middle and high school. And what they do in protocol is they get dressed up in their best. They will go to a nice location for dinner and they will go to a, some sort of cultural event like a, a play or even uh, some sort of culturally um, sophisticated music event. And uh, I mean, they they wear, the, the ladies wear gowns, the guys wear suits and ties and, you know, it's they, they have to use etiquette and they're taught how to use different types of etiquette. Uh, it's a really neat program. If you've never heard of Classical Conversations, I would encourage you to check them out online. You can find them at classicalconversations.com. One thing you'll know when you open up that website at classicalconversations.com, you'll see that it says right underneath that it, it's a classical Christian community. That right there makes all the world uh, of a difference because everything that they do, Is from a Christian worldview. This is a big deal, folks, especially in today's day and time, where there's so many conflicting ideas, and there's so many entities out there trying to get their claws into the soul of our children. And with classical conversations, they're looking at things, every subject, every, they call the subject strands. So they're looking at all these strands from a biblical perspective. Isn't that cool? And it's not like a private school. Private schools do. I mean, they have their purpose, right? They work. Um, I've known many people that have gone to private school. Um, I, I, I am a proponent of private school. I like homeschooling better, but private schools uh, work for a lot of people. And, you know, you, a lot of private schools are attached in some way to a church or or some ministry. And, and so there is a, a biblical worldview being presented. What I really like about classical conversations, though, is that the Bible and God's word is in every subject. So, for example, when they go through chemistry, they really they they use scripture. It's in the curriculum. It's really cool. I would really encourage you to check it out. Maybe you're not real uh, uh, confident in homeschooling. Let me tell you, you can actually do it. It's not what people think. It's actually A a good way of doing it. Uh, However, I would definitely encourage you to check it out. Again, that's classicalconversations.com. But it reminds me of something because we're talking about homeschooling and classical conversations and and private school and public school. I mean, this time of year, everyone is getting ramped up. Whether you might be in college, you're getting ramped up. You're getting ready to start. Typically, college starts a little later, usually I mean, the earliest I've seen is maybe the end of August, but some of them are usually in September timeframe. But you're getting ready to do something new. You're getting ready to start a new uh, semester, a new set of coursework. And you know, it makes you wonder us doing this, we kind of get into this mundane mentality when we go back to school or go back to work after a long vacation. And yet, God has set these times aside. He has set these seasons in our path that we have to walk through. Consider Ecclesiastes chapter three, verses one through eight, very famous portion of scripture. It says, for everything there is a season and a time for every matter under heaven, a time to be born and a time to die, a time to plant and a time to pluck up what is planted a time to tear and a time to sow, a time to keep silence and a time to speak, a time to love and a time to hate, a time for war and a time for peace. I particularly like verse 1, for everything there is a season and a time for every matter under heaven. If you're getting ready to go back to school and maybe you're not real excited about that, you'd rather just keep the time off, go on more vacations, right? Know that God has put these seasons in front of us. We have to walk through them. In this whole passage of Ecclesiastes, I mean, it really hits quite a, a bit of different Areas of life, doesn't it? I mean, a time to weep and a time to laugh. There is a time for weeping. A time to mourn. And a time to dance. There is a time to mourn. That last verse. A time to love and a time to hate. A time for war. And a time for peace. There is a time for everything. We have to have the courage to understand that even in these changes that happen in life all the time, we have to have the courage to know that God is still in control, that he is guiding us, that he has put us right where we are supposed to be. Just because you're in school right now doesn't mean you're going to be in school forever. It will end one way or another. Same thing with a job. Maybe you're in a job right now that, wow, you just can't stand this job. God will see you through it. Remember this. You will leave that job one day. One way or the other, that job that you are in, whether you like it or not, that particular job, whether you really enjoy it or really just despise it, One day it will end. One way or the other, it will cease. You'll either, well, if you have a really bad attitude, you might get fired. You might quit and find a different job. You could die. We don't like to think about that part, but it's a real possibility, isn't it? You could die, and that job will end. There is a time for everything. There is a time for every matter under heaven. School will end. You will progress on. You will complete uh, your particular studies, and you'll move into a job if God wills it. We don't know when Christ is going to return. He could return at any time. He is God. But folks, you might be in school for the next 10 years. But know that God has put that in front of you for you to accomplish. So how does how does our holiness, our walk in holiness, our how does our sanctification come into play with what we're talking about? Well, no matter what God has put before us, it is a mission that the Almighty Father has given to us. He has allowed us to go through this particular situation for a reason. Many times, we do not know the reason. And now, granted, if we're in school, we know it's to maybe prepare us for something. Something that he has a job for us or or just something in life he wants us to be prepared for. And education, let's be honest, does help with that, right? I mean, if you're going to have surgery, don't you want to know that the surgeon went through a lot of school and had a lot of practice and a lot of training and education in what he's about to do to you? Of course you do. We all do. So maybe you are studying medicine. Study hard because people are going to be relying on you. Maybe you're just in elementary school or high school or maybe you're at the beginning of college with, and you don't really have any clear direction yet. Whatever you're doing, do it as if you're doing it unto the Lord, because you are doing it unto the Lord. You do the best job that you can. Does it mean everything's always going to work out for you if you do your best? No. I am not going to lie to you and say everything is great if you just try hard. I've never liked the phrase, if you just put your mind to it, you can do anything. Or when parents or other adults will tell children, you can be whatever you want to be. That's, that's not really true. That's really a dishonest statement. It's dishonest for a number of reasons. One, God did not design you to be able to do anything that you put your mind to. You can't do anything that you want. You have limitations, just like anyone else. But you also have strengths. So while you're in elementary, middle, high school, in that beginning part of college or even all of college, you know, we we need to learn what our strengths are. If we can learn what our strengths are, maybe that's why God has you where you're at right now in education or in school. He wants you to see the strength, see the talents that he has given to you and use that training and education. Well, to. Bring greater glory to him. Because at the end of the day, no matter what we're doing, if you're a Christian, our job is to bring glory to God. You might say, but Rob, I, I, I did school. I graduated high school. But, you know, I, I, I'm i a sanitation worker for a city. And if you don't know what a sanitation worker is, that's the person that drives in the big truck in the mornings. And they're picking up your um your trash and your trash cans at the at the curb. Ladies and gentlemen, that is a really important job. And do you know that if God has called you to be a sanitation worker, we need to be the best sanitation worker that we could ever possibly be? That is a mission from God. Do you know that God has called people to all different types of occupations? All different. Different types. Maybe you have a business where you cut lawns. Right? You just you got a truck or some kind of trailer, you got a lawnmower, and you go and you 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 drum up business, and that is what God has placed in your path. Folks, cut the best that you could ever cut when you cut a lawn for somebody else. If that's what God has called you to do, that is a divine mission. If you're in school, God has called you to be there. He has called you to be there. Do the very best you can. If you're in college and man the classes you're taking it's just not working out. Maybe you're realizing that your strengths in a different area of education. Maybe there's a different type of class you need to look into. The bottom line I'm trying to make here folks is is really twofold one, That God has put these transitions in front of us to go through. We have to go through them. We have to walk through them because for everything, there is a season. And right now, it's the season of school and, and, and people returning to work. But once you're there, in whatever season God has taken you through, and here's that second part, is to, well, do the very best you can for God and his glory. Sure, you could try to make yourself real successful for yourself and and make lots of money. And you know, you could lose your soul too. You can gain the whole world and yet lose your soul. The most important thing you can ever pursue in life is your relationship with God. And that's something that I've really liked with classical conversations. You know, their purpose. Their mission is to know God and to make him known. What mission could you possibly have in life? That is more important than knowing God and making him known. That is a mandate right from Scripture. Look right at the Great Commission. Right where to go out, make disciples, what are disciples doing? They're learning. They're getting to know who God is. Why are we doing that? So we can send them out and keep repeating this process. It's what's been going on for thousands of years now. You are called to be in the season that you are in. Rejoice in the Lord no matter what comes across your path. And give him all the glory. And folks, you'll be surprised to see how even when things are very difficult to go through, when it's a difficult, maybe windy, stormy season, you'll find that God really is right there with you. And he will never leave you nor forsake you. Thank you so much for joining me. I do hope and pray that as you are getting ready for the, to, to take on this new task, this new season in your life, that you'll remember that God does really love you. Have a great rest of your week, and I'll see you next week. Thank you for joining us today on Pilgrim Walk. For more information, go to our site at www.gracecm.org.